Shalom, my brother, the Messiah is Boba Kamo, Daf Lamid, Aleph. Today's Daf continues with the Machleik, Zi'iri, and Rav. Whether we can collect the Keren or only the Shvach when left in Rosh Hashanah Then we move discussing a, a pile up. If you have a whole bunch of potters that knock each other over, who's Chayev, who's Chayev for what? Are you Chayev to warn somebody if you fall down that they shouldn't trip on you? Why, why would the second guy only be Chayev? For the Nizke Gufoy, not the Hezek that his property caused. We begin by suggesting, a uh, second suggestion, that the Machloik is Irian Rav is actually Machloik is Tanoim. Ziri said the only Chayef for the Shvach, the improvement that Yestro had while I was in Rishas Rav. And Rav says you're also, Knas, uh, you that anyone can walk away with your straw, with the straw itself. So this is also Talu in Machloik is Tanoim. I learned that if someone brings his straw out into Rishas Rabbim to turn it into fertilizer and someone gets hurt on it, he's chayef to pay for it. And the Raisa continues that anyone who comes and takes it gets to keep it, but they are uh, over on stealing. Rav Shemagam disagrees with Tanakama in this Raisa. He says that, he's, that the owner of the straw is chayef for all damages that the straw incurs. And anyone who takes it is allowed to. It's not gezel. So the Gemara says, wait, the Brysa itself is a kasha, because first it says that anyone could come and take it, and then it says, oh, by the way, if you take it, you're for gezel. So what is it? Are you allowed to take it or not? Elamai, the Gemara answers that you're allowed to come and take the shvach, the improvement that this straw had from having the Rosh Hashanah's trample on it, but it's still also to take the the keren, the straw itself. And if Shemekam Leel comes and argues on that, saying that, no, you're even allowed to take the core, the straw itself, not not just the shvach, so l'chayra. According to Zi'iri, yeah, this is the exact same machloikas. Right? Zi'iri is the one that says you're only allowed to take the shvach, not the keren. There's no knas here, but according to Rav, how would he answer this up? Would he say it's also machloikas tanoib? So Rav would say, no, really, everyone could say that there is a knas. That, that, the Bezdin Chazal allow you to take the straw itself once you're taking the shvach of the straw. The machlekes that they're having in this b'raisa is whether we say halachas that we don't teach. Right? Rav Marav says that we have halacha ve'en ma'ayin kain. You would be going like Tana Kamal. And Rav Adabaravo, he says that we have a, that if this is the halacha, then that's what we paskin. That's what we're going to tell everyone to do. So he'll be like Rav Ben Gamliel, who would say that this is halacha, and therefore this is how we paskin. So if you're going to walk off with this guy's straw, it's not gezel. If that's what you're allowed to do, then it's not going to be an iser. The Gemara says, really? Hold on a second, but who know? He had a case brought to him where someone left his peeled barley out in Rishus Harabim so that it would dry out. If Huna said, anyone could come and take it, no problem. Pick it up, it's yours. He said the same thing with the leftover dates after they, they squeezed it to make beer. According to Radabaravo, that's Lishitase, but if Huna sounds like he went back on his psak, it should be Gazela. He says, It should be an Isser Gazela, even though you would be Zoichanet if you take it. So the Gemara answered that this case was different. Here he allowed you to keep it, and it wasn't Gazela because they warned the owners many times to bring it in. Since the owner left it out, that, that was his own Hefkerus. And therefore, if Huna Paskin, that you're allowed to keep it. And it wouldn't be an Isogzela. Then in the next mission we learn that if you have two potters, people are walking with their pots, they're walking, and the first guy trips, and the second guy trips over the first guy. 
So the first one is chayiv, it all damages he causes the second guy. So in the Gemara we break it down. Rav Yochanan says, the Chorah Mishnah can't be going like Rav Meir, because Rav Meir says that the guy who trips is Poshaya. It's his fault. Even according to the Rabbonon, who say that the second guy is an oinus for tripping. So he'll be potter. Over here, the first guy will still be chayiv because after the first guy fell down, he should have stood back up. The fact that he stayed lying down on the floor, that was his problem. That was his fault. And when the second guy trips on him while he stayed down, that's what's mechayev, the first guy, the guy leading. Reb Nachem bar Yitzchak and Reb Yechonen have machleikas. Reb Nachem Yitzchak says that even if the guy didn't stand up, even if he's not responsible for standing up, He's still going to be chayev because he should have announced and told people, watch out, I fell over here. Since he didn't warn the second guy, the first guy is going to be chayev. Rabbi Yechonon says, no, he doesn't have to stand up and he doesn't have to warn people. He's busy. He just fell. We, can't, we, we don't obligate someone who just fell down, who's busy you know, pulling together his uh, pottery. We don't obligate him to warn the people who are coming up the freeway. So now we try to bring Raya's back and forth to Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, who says that you are chayev to warn people, and Rabbi Yechonon, who says they are not. The Mishnah says, if you have a guy with a beam walking down Rishos Harabim, and you have a guy with a barrel following him, and the beam breaks the barrel, the beam guy is going to be potter. However, if the beam guy suddenly stopped and stood there, he'll be chayev. Right? He's short-stopped. The Gemara is assuming that when he stopped, it was just to shift the beam on his shoulder. That's a normal thing to do. And yet he's still chayev. Why? L'chayra, because he should have warned the guy behind him. He's like, hold on, I'm going to be pausing for a second. Watch out for your barrel. The Gemara says, no, 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 no. Over there he was chayev because he did a weird thing. Over there he actually stopped to rest. And normally you pull over to rest. The fact that he was stopping a middle just around to rest, that's what was mechaivim. But in the Hanami, if he would have just been shifting his load, that is totally normal, and you don't have to warn the person behind you. The Gemara says, really? He'd be potter if he was just shifting the beam in the, bra- in the safe of that b'risa. It says that if the Baal Chovis, the guy in the back, were to stand, he'll be potter. Why don't we put it, put the safe in the ratio, list it all together? That you're chayiv when you actually stop to take a rest. But if you were to shift your, the stuff on your shoulder, then you'll be potter. Why does it break it up into a ration and seifa? Elamai. You see, from here, it's teaching us a special lesson. That even though he was stopping to take a rest, which is strange to do in Rosh Hashanah, if he tells the Baal Chovis to stand, then he's going to be potter. Let me try to bring a second raya. The second case is, again, people with their pitchers or their glass, you know, breakable items are walking together, one after another. The first guy trips, and the second guy trips over the first guy, and then a third guy comes and trips over the second guy. So A, B, and C, and they have a pileup. So the first guy is high for all damages of the second, and the second guy is high for all damages of the third. However, if... B and C both fell because of A, then A is going to be chayev for B and C, for all damages that he caused. However, if he warned them, the Brisa tells us he'll be putter. A announces, hold on, I'm about to trip. Or he trips and he announces, don't trip on me. Then B and C are push him. They should have been careful. The Chayra, the Gemara, assumes that the case is that he didn't have time 
to stand up. And you see from here that he should have warned them even though he didn't have a chiv to stand up. It was right away. No, the Gemara says no. But there, the only reason why he was going to be chayiv when he didn't warn them is because he had time to warn them. He was lying there on the floor for a little while before B and C came along. But what? If it was right away, then he'd be putter. Then why not put the, the Risha and the Sefer together? The Sefer says that if he does warn them, that it, then he's going to be putter. It should have been one case that he's chayiv when he had time to warn them. But if he warns them, he'll be putter. That the Baritza brings it into two to teach us a special halacha. That even though he did have time to stand up, as long as he warns them, he'll still be putter. Next, Ravid tells us. First, we have A, B, and C. B and C got damaged by the guys before them. A is chayev to pay B for all the damages that he caused to B's property and to B's body. Or rather, the stuff that A damaged with his body. So if B trips on A's foot, he'll be chayev as well. But Masha'in came by, by, by Mr. B. When B damages C, he's only chayev with the damages that he causes with his body. But the stuff that his kalim caused damage, that B will not be chayev for. The Gemara says, well, like, why should there be any difference between A and B? How come the Kalim are only Chayev by A and not by B? If you're a Peshea for tripping, then B should also be Chayev. If you're not a Peshea for tripping, then the first guy shouldn't be Chayev. So the Gemara tries a few answers. First answer is that we're talking about where the first guy was Peshea. So he's Chayev. The only reason why B was Chayev for the damages he caused with his body was because he should have stood up. And he didn't. The stuff that his property damaged with, he doesn't have to pay for you know the luggage that C for B's luggage that C trips over because he could say that the only reason why my Caleb are on the floor is because of A. So so there's sort of like a I guess A won't be hired because it was a grumma, but B's not gonna be hired because it's not his fault that his stuff is on the floor. That's A's fault. The problem with that, the Gamar doesn't like this answer. We'll come back to it to to re-understand it, but we learned that everyone is going to be chayev on his gay gufan and potter on his gay maman. That means even the first guy. No, you mean, okay, so only the second guy and not the first guy? But it says, cool, I'm everyone. So Adabarava says, what Amishnah means is that everyone who got damaged, meaning B and C, they're chayev for their guf and not for their property. The Gemara says, one second, then why, then why was the Mishnah using this, saying everybody if it only meant B and C? You worried that it didn't want to use too many words? It could have just said that everyone who got damaged called Hanizokin. They're Chaya for their Guf and not their Momen. And A would be Chaya for Guf and Momen. So Elamai Rova understands it differently. He flips it around. He says, the first guy is Chaya for the damages that he causes on B's body and for the damages on B's Kalim. B is going to be chayev for the stuff that he causes, for the damage that he causes on C's body, but not on C's kalim. So it's not referring on the damager, it's referring on the damagee. Why? Why would it be different? Because B's body is, has the din of a bar. 
and bar is not going to be chayav on kalim. So therefore, the damage that B causes on C will only be physical damages, not on C's kalim. He's a bar. Bar is not chayav on kalim. So the Gemara says this works great according to Shmuel, who says that any. Thing you leave out on the street that damages is going to be uh, your responsibility as borer, even if you didn't, you weren't mafgerit. But Rav says you have to be mafgerit, and uh, B wasn't mafger his body. So Elamai, we have to go back to the way we learned it first, and this is the third and final explanation. I we didn't like the lashon of everyone is chayev if A isn't going to be chayev if A is only chayev if B is only chayev for. Guf and not Kalim, and A is high for both Guf and Kalim, then why are we saying Kulam instead of just saying Kulani Zokin? So Rav Adabar Bar Minyoimi explained to Rava that the case was we are Ruvain, Ruvain's suitcase, his Kalim, damaged B's Kalim. So over there, it's Ruvain's bar damaging Kalim. Of, of Shimon. The first guy was more Peshea, so he'll be more Chayev. The second guy was a little less Peshea, so he's not as going to be Chayev for uh, his Caleb damaging. He'll just be Chayev for his Guf. Alright, both of them should have stood up. Now the Gemara uh, just jumps back in the last case of the Mishnah that if B and C all fell because of A, then A is Chayev for, for all of it. So what was the case? Either that he fell across the road like a, like an Avela, or as we said, like a blind man's walking stick. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.